Good evening, curious minds out there across the world, and happy New Year's to you all. I hope that everyone listening out there is having a safe and very fun New Year's Eve so far, or whenever you end up hearing this. Currently, at the time of recording this, at least, we are just a few short hours away from 2024. I hope this coming year brings all of you the absolute best year yet for you and your families, and I am incredibly grateful to all of you for coming along with me on the journey that was season one of this podcast. It's been amazing to see so many of you that have gravitated to my little passion project over the course of this season, and to read your messages of encouragement. Words really cannot express how grateful I truly am that you guys listen and have decided to be a part of this little adventure of mine. I hope that you will continue to do so. I have a lot of really fun episodes planned for next year, and I can't wait to bring them to you guys. Speaking of, Season 2 will be coming in January, so just be sure that you follow the show, turn on notifications, all that, so that you will know whenever those drop. Uh, And it won't be too long. I'll just go ahead and tell you that. I've got something a little bit different in store for you guys for tonight. This is basically our season one finale slash holiday special uh, and New Year's Eve countdown kind of all rolled into one. I just wanted to celebrate season one with all of you guys and bring you guys along for a little mostly lighthearted conversation with two vastly different but incredibly good friends of mine. Uh, You already know one of them from a previous podcast and you'll get to know the other one real quick, I promise. We had a great time, and I truly hope that all of you will as well as we joke, laugh, look back at uh, some of season one at least, and take a small look ahead, mostly just celebrate New Year's together with all of you. I'm incredibly honored that you guys have decided to spend your New Year's Eve with me, and I really hope that you guys have a blast. I know that we did, and hopefully, if I time this all up correctly, and you hit start right on the hour... We'll be able to count down New Year's together at the very end of this. Um, regardless of if we hit it or if we miss it, I uh, just want to go ahead and wish you guys, again, nothing but the best year to come. Um, and it really does mean so, so much that you guys have uh, stuck with me through this. I know the beginning of this podcast got off to a little bit of a shaky start, in my opinion at least. I've dealt with a few different issues from the audio to you know mics and and the quality of the production and trying to figure out how best to do it all by myself which was a journey and i feel like at least by the middle of the season we kind of got it all together a little better and i hope that the product that has been the uh, end result of all this has been something that you really look forward to listening to and that you enjoy I also, real quick, just want to acknowledge everyone that has taken the time to reach out um, and say, you know, kind things or talk about the show or share the show with other people. Um, It really does mean a lot. It's through you guys that we've been able to see the growth that this show has had over season one. When I started this, I I really had no expectations of of how far the show would go or how many people would listen. It was just something that I felt I needed to do. And thanks to you guys, um, we've got listeners from all over the world now. And the podcast has been shared uh, countless times. And I really, really can't thank you guys enough for doing that. It truly does mean the world. Uh, We did sort of a rolling start here. And the first few seconds of my intro did kind of get cut there. But uh, 
we'll just go ahead and join the party that's already in progress. So without further ado, welcome to the season one finale. across the world and thank you for joining us this is the season one finale as well as our little holiday special as well as new year's eve countdown i don't think i'm going to title it that way but that is what we're calling it right now and i hope you guys have had an amazing holiday season everybody stayed safe ate lots of really good food and got everything that you wish for or at least had some things uh, in your life that you could appreciate and thank you for appreciating us tonight and for joining us i've got two really great guests for you Uh, i think we're going to have a really good time so at this time i'm going to introduce you to the first guest that i've got just to my left over here mr brad blade hey what's going on internet all right tell everybody a little bit about yourself real quick um i am a rock and roll maniac i guess uh slash fell attempted stand-up comedian i don't know i don't know what the like there's really no way to describe me other than i am a just i'm a singer in a rock and roll band play guitar you Uh, are i am a good time i'm brad blade you are a good time i am a good time i will vouch for that don't let that intro like fool you (laughs) like there's like i really am yeah no no for real for seriously I've got another special guest um, that I'm going to go ahead and just bring on in. We're all going to be here tonight. And you may know him as that uh, just regular dad and conspiracy guy who drives around in that same Honda. The one and only. <laughs> oh, Steve man. O. Thanks, Josh. Yeah, what an introduction. I love it, man. Bra- Brad, glad to be with you, man. This is going to be fun. Good being with you. Oh, yeah. Let's do this. All right, guys. So, Steve, you are um, at least oh, yeah. fairly familiar yeah, man. with You've the podcast. You've been doing a great job. Yeah. I've been loving watching it, watching it all unfold. Oh man, no, I I, I appreciate it. Um, we had a fantastic podcast, I believe, which is episode two of season one. If you haven't heard that one, you should check that out as well. Um, I thought I would just quickly discuss. Um, Brad, by the way, is new to this podcast. I am. We are very happy to have him. He has promised me he will listen to all of it. No, I am. <laughs> uh, seriously, I am. I need something to listen to while I'm working at the Pop-Fix. Don't go to Pop-Fix. No, don't talk about that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, I'm sure that it gets a little boring there. So we started off, I did uh, just, let's do like a quick recap. The first episode that we did um, was kind of a primer. I just wanted to, um, I don't know, set the scene, if you will, and and kind of say that what we have seen in the past has a way of repeating itself. And a lot of people doubted that that ever happened, you know, each one of those events. Um, So it was kind of just to plant a seed of possibility. And then, and I'm also going to be a little behind the scenes in this look back and let you know how uh, the process was. So um, at that point, I was using a mic that I'd used to record my vocals uh, from music for, you know, probably 12 years at least. 
and it, it wasn't in the top quality that it once was so um the audio on the early stuff was a whole lot of work to try and clean up to the point that you guys heard it which i'm sure you could tell was not great um even in, in the early interviews and all the way up until almost uh somewhere towards the middle of the season almost i think it got a little better after those first two episodes and then um probably yeah, probably episode three and on four. It kind of got a little better. But anyways, not hard on that forever. But, uh, and then we kind of talked on, on 9-11. Um, there was the OKC one that I thought was uh, a pretty decent episode. I know that it took me forever to put all that together. And and you're welcome to chime in anytime, either of you. No. Oh, but no, I, I, I yeah. Um, well, man, I gotta say, that. yeah. It, I mean, I don't want to jump out there too quickly, but man, I gotta say that the that nine eleven series. I mean, that was that was one of the best best I've ever heard put together that trilogy there. And I mean, I'm telling you, I got emails or I got text messages and emails because I'd email a few people. I think you got some new fans, Josh, but um, I uh, I. I <laughs> They, they 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 emailed me or they same thing. They were like, I, I, I there's things I learned I'd never heard before, you know. And they were there. I mean, these people were my age or older, so they're you know they they were alive right. and adults when it happened, and you know were present or whatever. Not not that you know ground zero, but they were you know like like us watching right, the news right. and there for yeah. you know the very beginning. And so, look, I've always been fascinated with it, so I'd love to hear that take on it. So yeah, Brad, I really man, I think it, back on it, you should. Really- Sorry, man, but I think that's that's one I would definitely recommend, man. That is that is a uh, that's a really great accomplishment. I know, I know you you poured your you know your heart and soul into that, man, and it it came through. Like I really, I really, I mean, I was just I was I was clapping for you. <laughs> Nobody was around me after listening <laughs> to it. You know, I was here alone, but I was like, yeah, man, that is that was rock solid. And, and uh, you've been doing a good job, man. The behind the radio, high praise, brother. But oh man, the behind the radio stuff was really great. And your your coverage of Lahaina was the same way. I mean, there was things that I mean, I was I was glued to just uncovering and and, and every morsel I could find of that story as it was happening. And you 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 brought out some really good stuff in your episode. So I'm man. I mean, it's been a gift, you know, for the listeners. And I hope you know, I hope people out there appreciate it for what it is, man, and for what you're doing because. Um, you know, it's not all, it's not all glamour, right? Yeah. I know, man. Yeah. Never for it. That's, that's all I do it for. Oh, oh that's me. I'm, I'm just for the glamour. <laughs> yeah. I'm for it. That's what he's for. <laughs> he it for the food, uh, that's right. Hey, as long as you got a reason, right? That's what matters. Yeah. yeah. Purpose in life, kids. Yeah. It's, it's been a while. It's a takeaway. It's been a wild season, man. You've done a great job, and I'm, I'm man. I'm hoping you get, you know, the, the you get to keep continue doing it because I feel like we're in store for some some wild stuff, man. I mean, uh, oh, we, this year that's going to come up, we'll Ooh, get there. Lord. Yeah, season two. Uh, <laughs> stay tuned. <laughs> I guess I'll get to that later. I've got a, a little teaser that I'll, I want to do for season oh, two. But all right, um, I like that. <laughs> Yeah, we're taking it in new directions. You know, I mean, I'm not, and I wasn't, you know, trying to go through this to get any kind of pats on the back. Like this, is, this has just been a passion project. Um, I'm, 
tickled. <laughs> yeah, flattered man. Flattered that anyone listens. I mean, and, and I sincerely appreciate it. I'm really glad people enjoy it. You know, there's like, yeah, that's your, you know, friend or whatever. You'll listen to it, you know, and, and then just not say that it's bad. But, you know, I hope that people have genuinely enjoyed this. And I've had a lot of people that have reached out that didn't have to, to say that they have. So I hope that at least it has connected with some people and given them some information that they didn't have. Yeah, man, man, I'm, I'm, I'm so glad that, some, right. that those people have reached out, man, because like, I mean, honestly, I mean, like I, you know, most people probably don't know most of your listeners, but I know, I mean, you're not, you're not making any money on this. I mean, this is literally a passion project for you. And, and it's your, you know, it's like some people are compelled to, this is my mission, right? I need to, I need to spread the truth. Like it's not being, it's not being spread like, <laughs> um, enough as it is. So, um, or yeah, suppressed. I applaud you, man. And I know, I know, I know, I know, I, I know people that, other than myself that have really appreciated your your work man and what you've done so yeah man all that man 2023 what a year right though i mean gosh you know i reminded myself of a little bit earlier because i was like is this the year that began with the balloons and it was i was like that this wow. whole year like we started out with weird balloons Chinese spy balloons. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> The next That's thing you know, Congress is talking about UAPs, and then here we are. We've gone through Christmas, and like I don't know where where's the aliens, man? <laughs> right? I mean, what I mean, they don't. They don't want. They they <laughs> landed and looked around and been like, "Kid Rock, <laughs> oh, what is this?" And they're landing it's like, "Oh, kill them! <laughs> <laughs> oh, get out of here! This yeah. is what they got." This right. guy? You're like, well, you're probably absolutely right, though. I mean, I don't know if, if, if I wasn't higher intelligence, if I would do the same. I mean, <laughs> the slum of the solar system. Yeah, you know, we right. got a lot of great things, but that's the one thing that you land on. Oh Whoa. man, that's uh, that's what all the mutilated cows, it? right? They just wanted some the, 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 burnt mop and a cowboy hat, and why is he screaming at me? And then also at the same time playing country music, and at the same time <laughs> rapping. Going. Ruining all forms of music at one time. What did Kid Rock do to you? It's an amazing yeah, feat, actually, when you think about songs. it. Yeah, like I mean, it's, it's the trifecta takes a lot of talent. Yeah, to... <laughs> I just feel like this. How just, dare I y'all? I feel like he killed Josie. Really, like the little, little guy. Are you starting a conspiracy theory right now? I just saying that, like you know, right here on my show. I don't, well, <laughs> we don't know if it's true or not, but I just know that, like... You had better put allegedly in there. Okay, allegedly. <laughs> well, like, anyway, all I know is that as soon as he started making country songs, like, there was no Josie. And I feel like Josie was like, that's a horrible idea. Stop ruining, like, all <laughs> forms of music. And he had to get rid of them. So he could show crows like, look, he scares me. And if you want to do a song with me, you're going to have to do something about him. So she's a co-conspirator, allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. None of, none of in, that true. In quotation marks or parentheses or however you do it on podcasts. I'm not for me. You, this is my first podcast. You, you don't. Them. You just don't. That's. Oh, you, well. Yeah. You, you just. You don't. This is just things I saw. Like just, <laughs> Allegedly. Yeah. yeah. 
This uh, thing that I think my dad is I heard him talk about like one, a few times. Oh. Like at Jack's. At Jack's. Yeah, you know. In front of the fire. Yeah, that's where you are. That's that's the best place to find out what the pulse of America. Like just go sit in like Jack's when they open up and it's just, you know, all these people who's watching their generation just disappear and how angry they are about it because there's nothing they can do about it because they gotta get up every fifteen minutes to pee. Yeah, I'd love to it. fight these old kids, but oh, oh my back. Yep. More mortality's <laughs> creeping in. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. Yeah, that's interesting. Don't, I mean, it, it is part of the cycle, well, though, people. right? Like, you know, the older you get, the more uh, usually people don't realize, you know, the, the health problems that come with age. And when you're young, you're just like, ah, that's no big deal. Yeah, you kind of finish how you start. And a lot of them are like, they're mm-hmm. watching like everything they've ever known. It's like, just imagine like, oh, you finally figured out how to use eight tracks. What now? Just regular cassette. Oh, darn, dang, dang it. Finally get the VCR repaired and like, and then it's like, what DVDs? Oh, I ain't never going to figure this out. Technology thing, thing, thing. Uh, <laughs> life's kind of like a football, like shape, you know, that's, that's kind of how I envision it. You know, like you start small and, and you, you know, you have all the uh, incontinence issues and you mumble and babble about everything. And then, you know, you hit like a peak there for a little while and then after that it's kind of like a just a slow dissolving back down yeah you you boomerang you start off young like smelly and wrinkly and tiny then you get this growth spurt and then you end it some kind of weird benjamin button kind of thing yeah you just go (laughs) back to it you you come into the world in diapers and god some of us end up having to go out in them so circle of life yeah. Oh crap! Do we hope Elton John? Yeah. Oh, there's less than you three seconds. I think you're good. Out. I think that's the. All right. <laughs> yeah. Rectangle. You're it will alive. come for us. It will. Well, you know. That's fine. Then we'll finally get to meet him. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, you know, it's worth it. All right. Um, real quick, I will say, um, I had this in my notes, so I have to say it. Um, my my top picks from this season was uh, I guess the 9-11 series I'm going to include 1, 2, and 3 as 1 I can do that yeah yeah. Show. I mean I did the same I, I did like that all together <laughs> I mean each, each episode was great but that one was all together it was just fabulous like, yeah. second one I would say our episode that we did episode 2 and third one um, I would say Hat Man and I think that those are probably the top ones that I've heard back from any of the listeners too. So, yeah, I think that that is, that is close at least to the what I would give the top. Yeah, three. man. Yeah. And according to listens, BTR episode that one, one was uh, one yeah. If now. I see that first one, I think you brought in some new music, didn't you? Background music too. Like yeah, it was. I remember it being just a the the audio production you know quality was really up there so i bet you that's you know that's the thing man you learn. Yeah, i mean it's I a learning curve is. right i mean that's the thing you started from ground zero this year this season right this season one i mean i mean i think you yeah, did a great I job mean, and you look at i mean most stuff out there that's got goes goes the distance you know season one sucks like they you know they've touched near and close on what you've done so i mean you've 
You've had a pretty. I think, I think season one still kind of sucked. <laughs> well, I mean, you had a learning curve, though. I mean, that's what I mean. You started. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So think of how many, like, say, shows that had their first season, you know, and it was just kind of that like you were that's your your quote unquote your growing pains of it all, and then you you know take a little breather and come back and you revamp it, and you know, there's a lot mm-hmm. of shows that if they had to be taken banked on and like would have failed on their first season but stuck around to the second season and really cut their wings and you know, stuff like that so I'm looking forward to hearing all this because I mean I know how you are and I just hearing all your spin on this stuff has got to be like fascinating so. it's overrated well I mean you know <laughs> it's incredible right now you know it's just it's better than being underrated man I, that's Steve awesome that, incredibly uh, kind that's awesome that, that, that brad you haven't you haven't got, gotten through them yet no um because i know my, like myself and, and and some other listeners are probably like they're like they're like man i wish i could listen to that for the first time again or whatever you know it's like having that so there there's probably things that they're looking forward to you finding out about or he- hearing from I mean, it's a yeah. It's like yeah, it's like you know when you have a favorite show and you turn somebody onto it, and then like and they go back and listen to it, and then they like, finally catch up. You and be like, oh yeah, I never knew. Like exactly. Shot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why there's a Dallas reference. Like, right, man. Like what? what's it? So oh, John- man, when, the, when I was 11, you should have seen this show. This guy got shot. Everybody's like, what? Here's the kicker. They wanted him to get shot. Oh, it's so funny, man. My yeah. my own my own mother, man. She recently was talking about my grandmother, like her mother, about how much she loved Dallas. I can't remember how it came up, but that was her TV show. I mean, my That's my, my grandmother was. I mean, she's definitely a boomer. You know that that she was a target yeah. audience and. So it's pretty funny. It's like Jr. got shot. Like that's a, so funny. Like I don't even know Jr. from anybody, you know. And I'm like, I know right. Jr. I know he got I shot. Jr. in the lineup. So yeah, yeah. Hey, we're well, like telling people they finally get to that point. So like he's gonna. There's gonna be people that like me. I'm about to find that Jr. got shot. Yeah, that's a great analogy though, Brad. I love it, man. Because I mean, that's exactly how I feel. Like there's gonna be there's some. There's some nuggets in there, man. I mean, this 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 first season, I don't think it sucked, Josh. I mean, I know you had, you know, some. It was it, it's just learning curve, right, with the audio interfacing and all that. So you know, you got to try this platform and that one. So you know, it takes a little bit to find your groove. Most people either never find it or it takes them a lot longer. You know, so I'm, yeah, I'm really a glad, lot of man. Talking about someday I'm going to start a podcast. So the fact that you've already had your someday and you're you know, well, go on that, that, that's something to commend yourself on right there. I had my someday, um, about 14 years ago, really when I, when I first started podcasting, I mean, it, it's not like I'm, you know, completely new to it. It's just, I worked with a co-host for, uh, I don't know, at least the first like six or seven years of me doing this. And then I stopped doing it for a long time. And when I kind of did like little small shows and then I did my first uh, solo podcast about 12 years ago and did it for, uh, you know, about a season worth. It, it, it kind of had its own point and I was done with it. And then, you know, I've had one or two other shows since those first like, I don't know, group of six different podcasts that I did. Um, but I just haven't done it in a long time. 
Uh, it's probably been four years since I've really like actively done podcasting. I would do an episode here or there or be a guest on somebody's show, but uh, this is like the first time I've spent any kind of considerable length of time doing it as a solo project in quite a while. And uh, definitely not to the scope of what I intended to accomplish with this first season. As far as you know, the content that I wanted to have, the level of content and information that I would be able to uh, hopefully, at least occasionally, put in an entertaining format. Um, and the other ones, I, I did a lot of more guests, uh, I, I guess, but in a way, it was other podcasters and just kind of ways for me to not have to have the spotlight completely on me, if I'm being like a hundred percent candid about it. I get that. It's kind of just that balance of like being your own personality and bringing in other personalities. So that's like it doubles the listeners' intrigue. And, you know, if you're going to bring somebody in, they got to have, you know, you want them to have something to say. So, like me, just do the opposite. So, I'm like, all right. Yeah. I'm just here for the free beer. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just be over in the corner being quiet. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, you just have a. Chime in. Please save me. <laughs> no, no. You guys are great, and I sincerely appreciate both of you uh, taking part. Oh, by all means, man. I'm glad to be all here. Them. And yeah, yeah. It's a. Uh, um, I mean, yeah. We we need more of this, right? You know. I mean, this is kind of. Um, I, I think just the you know the open discussion format. It, it's good. A lot of people enjoy that. It's like a conversation to them, you know, in a, in a lot of ways. And I feel like they kind of, uh, and I have had this said to me actually, that they feel like they're just kind of hanging out in a room uh, with us when we do these. And, and you know, just as a conversation with a friend or whatever. So that mm. that's kind of that, you know, that thing that I really want. And we have uh, just the best people that have become a part somehow of, of listening to this show regularly and i would just want to stop real quick and give a sincere thank you to everybody that has tuned in everybody that's listened to every one of the episodes uh you guys are all stars uh, the people just starting i said cannot thank you enough for taking the time out of your day to check these out uh and i really hope that you enjoy them and wherever you're at in listening to these because i know a lot of people have started at various times and then they're kind of working their way through them I hope that you guys are, are wanting to continue that journey at the end of it, and which is going to be this, I suppose, because this is kind of our season one finale. Um, I did an episode that I really intended to be kind of the end of the season one. Uh, I think it kind of, you know, kind of put an end cap on the things that I intended to share for, for the season. But as I had this little bit of time off right here in the holidays, and uh, I kind of just wanted to do something a little bit different and you know maybe it's a new year's eve countdown at the end maybe it's a holiday special yeah maybe it's uh, just the season one finale maybe it's a big interview with three decently entertaining people but at least it's something and i just wanted to get it out there for you guys and this is uh, my point of all that is this is the thank you for you guys listening all year and i hope that you have a good time too well well said man Yep. Yeah, well, well said, man. I know. I, I know a few people that that'll definitely appreciate that. that other listeners too. That, um, and, and it's like you bring up a good point too about how I mean, there's, you know, it's like a, it's an, it's a really a network. I mean, that's the thing that I think that that's part of our connection, and that you know, you know, people 
Brad knows people. I mean, and then the, it's like the, the, the few people right. that I turned on <clears throat> to your podcast, like that, that, you know, would respond to me both that, like two of them, like really do, they send me stuff weekly. I mean, it's like, I mean, it's really, we, we trade information and that's one way to help, you know, it helps cut down the filtering. Cause that's one thing that people don't realize. I think that and, until you start trying to, to actually dig into subject matter and get into the, you know, the nitty gritty and the truth and all that. And it's like, they're, they're, they're the powers that be have done a fantastic job of hiding this information or making it really hard to access. And I mean, you go to like our, earlier today, I was just like curious. I was like, hmm, 2023, what happens if I just say, type in, what are the top 10 conspiracy theories of 2023, right? And yeah. the, the top result in Google, right? Of course, there's we all start seeing the flaw in this plan, right? In this execution, because right. we're using oh. who owns what infrastructure and platforms and all that. But it was it was some produced. So I was like a video. Let's check it out, right? And it was by some quasi C list mainstream, you know, s- subsidiary of some bigger media conglomerate. And right, right. like I skimmed through it and none of it made sense it was the most terrible stuff it was like some ball washed up on the beach in in japan back in early this year and that was number nine or whatever i was like that's not even on my radar like that that's a metal ball that washed up from the ocean or whatever and that's a conspiracy that's one of the top 10 conspiracy theories of 2023 i'm like they're they're basically you know just trying to make it look like obviously you know all conspiracy theorists are are bad or, or, or nuts you know we're all all believe in the absolute zany and the thing is is like people right. like one of the That's reasons the i madly respect you josh is that you 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 don't fall for that you go to the links to get the the native you know source data and 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 the on the ground accounts and all that instead of you know it's being filtered through whatever I mean, that's part of the thing is we have to filter through so much garbage just to get a morsel of truth, right? But in oh, the yeah. end, it's worth it, right? Like that, that's what we're that's what we're here for. Media propaganda is at such an egregiously high level lately. I don't want to get like too heavy with this episode, but um, yeah, sorry, I, it's. I, no, 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 you know no. Me. I jump fine, off man. the deep end. <laughs> you, you are making for good conversation, and I knew that you would, Steve. Um, yeah, the media propaganda is just so ridiculously high these days. It's so all encompassing, and you can see, you know, there's tons of compilations out there. Like I believe we brought this up in the epi- our episode that of newscasters all delivering the exact same like lines for them that they gave every single one of the stations and there'll be like 50 of mm-hmm. them that'll come up on a screen oh i've seen the compilations newscasters yeah. just in yeah like that's not by accident i mean for those right. who are familiar with project mockingbird you know we're seeing far beyond that this is like mockingbird 2.0 or it's yeah full or governmental or control of the media 12.0 or something i don't know <laughs> there's <laughs> they're, they're, they're get way more advanced from the get your news from the guys at jacks at four in the morning <laughs> they do know <laughs> they got their finger on the pulse because <laughs> uh, they got to keep up with that pulse yeah. healthy, i guess <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. 
But they, they'll give you the scoop and I'll give it quick because they ain't got a lot of time. They still got to get the chickens fed and all that stuff. Not a sponsor. That, 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 you know, yeah. you bring up a good point. It's a different like, Jack. <laughs> they're efficient. They're short on time. You know, it's they got to be efficient with their, their information dissemination there. So they're... <laughs> Like we can, right. we can, we can trade our stories and our new data or new Intel over, over a biscuit, but I only got 25 minutes cause I get back to the goats. And yeah. I like going in there. Cause like with the Mohawk, it's like interesting. Cause they, they get that look like, man, the youth today. And it's like, man, I'm 50. <laughs> so it also helps the middle age. We're all a mess. It ain't just the youth these days, buddy. Look, it's all of us. We're all a, yeah. in a hand basket. Our parents' generation, they, I mean, for the most part, they had everything handed to them and just didn't get it together very well. And we've just, from like early millennials on, uh, have entered into a completely different world than any other generation before us. Yeah. Like that yeah, is the, a fact. Yeah, the, the transition we've and, seen in our lifetimes is pretty pretty amazing. Of course, I'm sure that, you know, it's the same with, you know, other generations have said that, but it, it's exponential, oh, it's, right? It's an exponential curve. Right, with, right. It's the people who had to ride the horse looking at the people who were in cars that are like, well, look at them. They think they're so much better than me. Or it's like, you know, it's everything that comes, you know, next, it'll then everybody's got a car and then it's like oh well that, that family over there's got two cars and the whole generational thing you know that goes yeah. every 20 years where you're we find like I, i'll find myself you know it's like people from now look back and be like trying to sell our generation because we had oh we had pac-man and the walkman you don't know how easy you guys <laughs> got it you know it's our walking through snow to get to school or or walking through snow as oh right. yeah you know well we only had like eight bit or whatever games yeah you know one thing we, we can say let's say one thing we can say is we that we Gallagher. we own the ip at one time you know you bought a you bought an eight track or a tape or a cd you know that was your yeah. copy of that now it's like they can just it's vaporized you know in the cloud they can uh, yeah it's that's what we were talking about earlier it's like there's not a i think there's what makes music and a lot, and a lot of art form is kind of obsolete that it's so instantaneous you get it like right there you don't have that record store day of waiting you know having a waiting line like I remember Metallica putting out like Black Album the same summer of like Guns N' Roses double albums and it's like every music store opening at midnight it became an event because it became like tailgating and everybody's waiting to get into the stores yeah. and get their copy and unfolding the lyrics and now it's just like it's right there as you listen to the song it's printed out and yeah. it, it isn't you know and that's a generational thing you know it's just it's why music and art form is kind of doing the thing it's doing where nobody is spending as much on it because it's just it becomes kind of throwaway when it's instantaneous you can hear a song and then when it's done you can move on to the next 10 billion songs instant gratification is yeah there's no time to absorb it because you're too busy going on to the next thing a dirty so, mistress and that's information you know that's also it follows out to what you got going on out there you know every week it's like a different personality popping up but like with different views and you're having like your consciousness is having to fight like who you're watching and keeping up with same way with bands you know so it's definitely it's a wild wild time to be around 
Yeah, attention span, very very short. The, well, you think yeah, is it is it proportional? On. Is attention span proportional with the velocity of stimuli? Because that's, the, that's the, a, yeah, I was about to say yeah. they're highly overstimulated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the velocity yeah, yeah, of stimulation imagine. is increasing and and shortening people. And it's from a get go because like you see yeah. like it's everybody's instant instant parenting tablet. with like yeah it's like <laughs> here you go. And mm-hmm. they've got like everything. There's not a time in these in their lives where they're not going to have instant good or bad. You know, it's people are going to choose what form they want to, and they'll go down this hole or they'll go down that hole. And and there's so many that like that you really don't know. And people get so suckered into it that they forget that there's like oh. outside man. Oh yeah. Well, the system run around. The system is, in, yeah, the system's winning if that's, you know, I mean, I've, I mean, looking back, I was going back, you know, 10 years or so, and I've, you know, I'm not proud of this, but I dated, I dated some single moms who, you know, they got their two-year-old an iPad, and it's like, it's like, that's, that's, uh, that's terrible, <laughs> you know, and I'm not going to lie, like that, that factored in. my how to use iPad, and I don't. Yeah. <laughs> that's what really angers me. Like, oh, hey, man, like me this video, like, edited, and this kid's like, sure thing, mister, I do it for you, but first I gotta take a nap. And it's like, oh, man, thanks, Justin. <laughs> Justin's like six. Maybe, you do maybe... it wrong, mister, you're gonna cause this whole thing to crash. Could I have some pudding? Oh, yes, you can, Justin, as soon as you're through editing <laughs> my video. That's a... Just, thanks, Buster. You know, I never really thought about, you know, when you think, when you when you envision child labor, you don't really think of, like, somebody, you know, use, utilizing technology like the that. Justin's you think of sweatshops, you know, you think of, like, you know, factories in China, but no, it's definitely somebody, somebody's making it's a, just a... It's a guy over 40 who's just has no idea. He's just bought a new phone and he needs somebody to figure it out. Justin! There comes Justin in here. He's still got pudding all over his face. Oh, like he's just been bobbing for it. But he knows how to like. But he knows how to set your stuff up. Justin, he, can, he can't write his own name, but he can he can configure no. your iPad. To, yeah. He's just here you go. Just, that's that's the world we live in. Kid story. Here's a here's a great side kid story though. Like uh, me and my girlfriend's son, like. Uh, we were riding down the road one day to go to a music store and we stopped and there's this kid and he's got like a, a board and he's setting up this ramp and we're like, Oh man. So I'm like, oh, I gotta find out how this goes. And I was, I mean, I got a van and it's kind of creepy cause I kept circling the block, but I gotta see how this ends. And like, he's doing these test runs where he's kind of like just driving through like the, like riding his bike through the driveway. And then we, we drive around a couple more times and finally he just sticks the landing and he hits and he's like, yeah. And we're like, we rode down the window like, yeah, buddy. And it kind of confused him. And then we went to the music store and we turned around and came back. And I don't know what happened between that time we saw him and the 15 minutes that like we didn't see him, but we came back and he had the board that he was using as a ramp and was just beating the crap out of it. No. <laughs> just like so disappointed. So kids. nail that next one, I guess. No, kids, they can like either set up your, you know, your Google account for you or they're crashing their bicycle in the driveway. They're great. Yeah, at least there's still kids crashing their bikes in the driveway. Yeah, that's right. Like whatever happened. I wish I knew the backstory. But yeah, it's just children, like, of the, children of the future. Teach them well with the iPad and let them lead the way. 
yeah the last generation that grew up like playing outside and like not having any not being tethered right yeah not having you know something that's prosthetic it's basically yeah prosthetic navigation knowledge all that so yeah i mean the younger generations they most of them you know they don't go anywhere without maps telling them they don't find out you know spatial yeah. awareness you can't, like, it's so much to compete with you can't just be like oh hey man check this out like what do you like the you know the people who like making like old timey toys like <laughs> the people at the hula hoop factory there's no way like oh, oh i can't compete with this it's like oh well, what does this thing do mister oh well, you put it on your hips and you do it like this oh yeah well this thing right here can match porn so you lose <laughs> oh man that, oh. that that makes me reminiscent of uh hudsucker proxy did you ever see that that film from like the i think it's from the uh, 80s yeah did drew a circle on a piece of paper he's like it's for kids and it's like that's how the it, basically how they invented the hula hoop or whatever and yeah it's pretty funny that's yeah. I, look, I used to could do that as a kid, and recently I realized that I cannot. I am not. For some reason, Walmart still has them, so I was like, I don't know if I can still <laughs> testing it out. Oh no! Even when the ones that light up and make you want to do it even more, it just like there's nothing. Just like forget this. I couldn't be one of those people that set them on fire and do that whole thing. I'm just. Oh you know, yeah. I'm just, I can't get it spinning. <laughs> it's like well. Yeah, I get it. I get it, Linda. Balls at your feet and catches you on fire. You're really good at it. You don't have to like... You got really articulating hips. Like, great for you. Like, I I can't. Yeah, yours is on fire. (laughs) Meanwhile, it's like people at the hula hoop factory are like getting laid off. Like my aunt who worked at the gluten factory. Now everything's taking all the gluten out of it and people are getting laid off because, you know, nobody needs it anymore. What's the world coming to, man? Like... Oh, it's tough. I feel like that's how come Bruce Springsteen in on that? That's his mission. Isn't when every time a plant shuts down, he's got to write a song about it. You need the boss out of this. I love him. He's great. I saw him live and he crowd surfed and people were just giving him signs. And I was like, what is going on? This guy's 60 and he's crowd surfing and he gets back on the stage and it's just song requests. And he's just going through and he's looking at the guys and he's like, who do you think, fellas? And they're like, yeah. And then they'll just start playing whatever song is requested. Meanwhile, whoever wrote that sign is like, oh my God, they're playing the theme song from Growing Pains. It was just a joke, but <laughs> the he's theme doing song it. Growing Pains. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a time for love here to time for hate. A tough. No, wait, that's who's the boss. It's like, now that we got each other. Bring it home, Clarence. Leave <laughs> Tony Dance out of this. God. You know, he was like, he had to play Tony in everything that he was ever in because if he had another name, he didn't know how to respond to it. So he just had to be Tony in everything. He's he staying in character. In. <laughs> yeah, he just, well, he just knew his name was Tony and he was just couldn't, he couldn't like remember that like there's, you know, other people, like if you give him like, okay, you're going to play Mickey. He's a down on his luck boxer. And they'd be like filming and be like, Mickey, I don't understand why you gotta go try to beat the champ. And he's just standing there, and he's like, "That's right. Who's Mickey? You're Mickey. I'm Tony." Just this die. is this is your second warning to leave Tony Danza out of this. <laughs> no, well, is he a sponsor? <laughs> hey, I'm a sponsor. Get, get Tony Danza cameo and, and, and put it in the intro of the show. Would be don't, yeah. I mean, no, he's a great guy. He's, you know, I guess. I <laughs> was, 
But was he the boss? I missed the last well, episode. I he was never the boss. Night. Well, I mean, I don't know. I guess it depends on who you ask, Well, then right? shouldn't that be just called She's the Boss? I mean, we basically <laughs> knew. Who, which one's getting a W-2? Is it her or him? The I think he's probably getting, getting paid cash. He was clearly the yeah, boss. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, table. you know, it's, it was kind of shady. He had to, like, you know, had to have his... I mean, who has a housekeeper? That was so... I mean, who in the 80s? I don't. I didn't know anybody. I mean, I didn't. I didn't grow up in any affluent neighborhoods, but I wasn't like you know. I didn't grow you up probably, like they made it in, seem like everybody had something like that. I guess you had Mrs. Garrett on like different strokes, like just had a whole yeah, harem. Mr. Belvedere, <laughs> yeah, just like nah, that works. And I don't know, I feel like Alice the maid, like all these people, like just having like domestic, and like he's just got to bring his whole daughter in. Like she's like, oh, hey, can I have the job? Sure. Hey, you mind if I live in your spare room with my daughter too? What? I mean, usually this isn't how it works, yeah. but I guess you've crossed the line with Tony Danza. But no, I'm but still I'm Alyssa very Milano. She kind of went a little. You. I mean, she don't look. Mm -hmm. I love Milano cookies. Is she any kin to them? <laughs> The first cousins. Her you people? Bad about Pepperidge Farms remembers. Oh no, yeah, yeah. Well I'll have to ask them. Hey Pepperidge Farm, do you remember if she's any kin to the cookie people? They make them a lot. That's the one thing I don't remember. Yeah. But yeah, I mean that's clearly Angela was the boss. We know that. I feel like I actually there was a video on like YouTube that I had to watch that was like somebody breaking down the last episode of stuff so yeah, that, oh i feel like yeah, that's because i didn't I, well i was invested in the beginning and then like for <laughs> like toward the later seasons i had started working so i had to like check out and like so i never got to clearly see the last episode and apparently like there was episodes where he became a teacher and then he completely had a whole other job but then at the end it started the same way with her opening the door and a towel who does that that's not in a porno and like oh can i have can i have the job and then mona was all like i'm a slut you know that's it who's the boss that's my recap now you don't know nobody nor nor do i feel like there is a recap out there quite like what you just did yeah and now like that's like this is something you don't even have to there's no conspiracy she was the boss We've wrapped that all up. So, now you can go on to something else. Now that that's settled. <laughs> yeah. Who Did we ever JMK? find out who shot JR? Uh, it was that one chick. It was a chick. I don't know who, but... He was asking for it. He knows what he did. I'm sure he was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm impressed with your, uh, your 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 pop culture television series knowledge from the None 1970s. The Here's all I gotta say about or... Dallas. Dallas only did good because it had two lead-in shows, The Dukes of Hazard and The Incredible Hulk. Mm, strong lead. Primed that's a it up. good lead. Yeah. Yeah, that gives your whole family something. You got like You already me. settled in at that point. You know, you got your redneck uncle who's all like, hell yeah, he's in on the CB craze and he loves the Dukes of Hazard. It's like just like just white guys <laughs> doing moonshine stuff and trying to beat the system. And then uh then after that it's like Incredible Hulk and it's like somebody and me. It's just a guy getting angry and throwing people through drywall. You know, yeah. he's having to leave. He's having to like go 
from town to town because in every episode you know he killed somebody. Did you see the way he threw some of those people just through like brick walls? There's no I think, way man, that's guy back guy when stuntmen were he's tough like, or whatever and they used actual stuntmen. Yeah, now they like, just if you're just saying but like I'm just saying like yeah. Like David Banner. Real life. Yeah. So David Banner in this series, he's like, say everywhere he went, like if he was a veterinarian, and guess what happens in the one veterinarian's office he goes to? Oh, you know, somebody's using animals for testing, and now he's all ticked off. And now the next thing you know, he's throwing animal testers through walls and killing <laughs> them. And uh oh, I gotta, you know, go to the next town and then next town. Now he's a boxing coach. What's going on here? But now what's happening? Somebody's trying to drug all the boxers. It's like this guy just have like one job, like go to Wendy's and something not messes up. You know, he's like working at Wendy's in one episode and somebody's like, this burger's not right. It's got a pickle on it. And so she's like screaming at him and he's all like, Ooh, and the next thing you know, he's hulking, dipping her in the, the fryer. He's got to <laughs> run out in slow motion. And they're coming up next Dallas. Something got to get shot. Wait a season to find out. Who oh, did by it. the time Dallas yeah. came on, everybody's like peak testosterone, peak adrenaline. Like, yeah. And then all he had to do is pull the trigger on JR, and man, the whole nation went nuts. The end of the season, which this is, which one of us is going to get shot? This is what you need to do since this is the season finale. One of us gets shot, and then you got to wait <laughs> to the next next season to find out. Who did season it. two. So just throwing that Which out there. Which one of my friends did I shoot? I mean, I said gun in the corner, I'm here. So I'll take that if that's what we got to do to get me on a t-shirt. <laughs> Beats being in a band, it got me on a t-shirt. But very random did anybody bomb. So back well, to you. We need more controversy. <laughs> All right. Um, so, yeah, this is coasting us into 2024. Um, which is kind of mind-numbing. That's still, to me, uh, maybe it shows my age, but sounds like a sci-fi number you know what i mean yeah, like they're talking about uh like, it's like the new the 1984 of flying cars and i mean yeah it just seems like yeah there's so <laughs> much jetpacks yeah, we're missing a whole lot of this oh i mean what was it yeah well back to the future too was supposedly used to be what 2010 and they had the hoverboards and flying cars or whatever yeah. and like we got where here we are you know decade and a half later and it's like mm, almost Still nothing no jetpacks that's disappointing flying cars i really thought when i was a kid that we would have flying cars by now yeah, i was like it was it's, just no cars. doubt when i was a kid i was like yeah we'll definitely have them by then but <laughs> nope look they not only did they have like a flying car that thing folded up into a briefcase and fit under your desk Man, what is it under your desk? Oh, this is like school kids convenient. going to shit. Oh, yeah, you thought it yeah. was like because he had that little office, like he would push a button and it would his fly his spaceship would fold into a briefcase. And then he would, he didn't even have to walk, he just stood on that conveyor thing and it just took him where he, he was going with a briefcase. It's false promises, man. Yeah, I mean, that's what it makes us. I mean, that was just to sell you know, uh, First antidepressants later man, on in life because it's like, oh, we're gonna build them up and make them think they're gonna have flying cars and they're gonna. End up working, you know, at Burger King for seven twenty-five an hour, driving a, uh, you know, I blame Barbara. <laughs> Barbara, that's why. Yeah, oh, wait, Hannah, man, you're... Hannah gets a pass, but Barbara, you know, you you know your name's really Barbara. You just put a fancy accent on it. You're not fooling anyone. That's all I got. Too, huh? <laughs> Hannah's like, you know, Hannah's all like, hey, let's just you know make them smarter than the average bear. 
Barbera's all like, let's just give them false hope that the future we're going to have briefcase cars and they'll never have to walk. They'll just have to stand yeah. on the sidewalk. Yeah, we, we definitely, uh, I feel like there's some disappointment, right? Some letdowns, but. I don't even have a robot made. I know, a Rosie. Not even one. No. Not one where she can just push a button and like it makes everything happen. Like she can make she can vacuum a rug or just make toast in her chest. Yeah. <laughs> like, handy. Yeah, that's oh, gonna like, be a few uh, generate. Oh, dad, oh wait, what is it? I saw a week or so ago. Is it is it the Tesla's got a humanoid robot? And they're trying to Oh yeah, you saw that frightening thing too. Yeah, they're trying um, to bring it out. It looks like Joe Biden. <laughs> oh jeez. I mean, that's how they're gonna sell it. They're gonna be like, Yeah, he's been one all along, like proof of concept. Yeah. <laughs> They're like it can oh, drool. They definitely it can, have it can slur. And <laughs> does it does it lean in real close and whisper things to you so that you don't think that nobody can hear it, but you're whispering it to a mic so everybody can. Hear it, it leans into yeah, yeah it leans into your ears. It grabs uh, your hair and, and, and tells you you smell smell nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah that good stuff. Let it, let it play with the hair on your legs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I still love popcorn. I wonder what happened to that old popcorn guy. He was that bad dude. The popcorn guy. <laughs> you know, he was, he, was, he was like, Corn yeah. pop. Corn pop. Oh, yeah, it was corn. Was that him? You know, same thing. Whatever. Put some respect popcorn. on that man's name. Corn he was pop? a bad dude. Oh, I don't know. Is he listening? Oh, crap. I got to go into hiding now. <laughs> I doubt he can hear very much anymore. Is he dead? I would assume. Cereal uh, is like. I don't know how it binds a lot. Oh, by the grace of the latest technology cereal. out there, probably. Yeah, we definitely need to. Oh, for yeah, sure. We need some things. You know, I've been seeing, uh, I guess you've seen them like the people. I've never seen, I haven't seen the date, so it's definitely not organized. It's just an idea. But, you know, people are talking about having like a new million man march and, you know, advocating for term limits and all that kind of stuff. Because. There needs yeah. to be a lot. I mean, yeah, the the. I mean, uh, there's some people that had it right over the years. I mean, you know, they all got squashed. I mean, it's not, it's pretty obvious now. The system is so big and strong that no one person can stand up to it. With unless, I mean, there's no way you don't have enough. I don't think oh, one JFK person can have dirt on everybody. You know, to to fully stand up. And so the ones that have, I mean, over the years, it's it's like, I mean, that's. I mean, I'm old enough, Brad. You probably. Yeah, Josh, you too. But you know, Ross Perot when he ran, when was that? Like the early nineties. I almost voted for him. That was my first election. Yeah, and I feel like I did vote for him because he was, was a wild card. He was the inter- he I was thought, the independent. Yeah, he ran. He was the third. Yeah, and he the inter- like in a debate for the vice president. The guy he picked was vice president. The most famous line when they were going through the debate, he was like. I don't even know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. The Ross Bro is like this little, he was like well a little, said. he was a little Texan, like oil tycoon guy. Yeah. He was like, you would think, he kind of a Yosemite Sam. He had big ears. Yeah. He was easy to make a caricature of. The media just ran with it, right? Yeah. Yeah. But here's the thing is, I remember from him because I was, I remember him speeches and debates and all. And he talked about family values back then. This was like, I think it was for the 92 election. So it was probably like 1991, maybe. Um, you know, whatever leading up to the the election, and he was, you know, he talked about the the that was the thing we need to protect was family values. You know, the core family values, and that you know after right after that, you know, I was a teenager during those years. Shortly thereafter, and I remember seeing like, okay, we got 
we had you could see like the the glorification of things like violence and like you know being you know all this stuff of the broken homes and infidelity and all that and so it be almost it became normalized it was part of like the boil the frog thing i think you know to just break down a, at the time a really strong society you know in this country like i mean yeah there was still there was a- the time of the Rodney King beatings were, I think that, that was 98 too. Yeah. I think something around. So there. in that area where everybody like hit that. on that, that, that story and people started seeing how much violence and stuff like that brought attention. Mm-hmm. So like, then that became where more people were looking for stories like that so they can like boost, boost things, but you know, or anything scandalous. That's probably what the Clinton thing, you know, all that went the way it did cigars and jobs (laughs) sensationalism and all that oh well yeah i mean they're just you know almost tanked the cigar industry (laughs) yeah a few years there for a while the beret industry also a lot of people don't remember she was (laughs) well you know i mean me seeing that and then kind of in retrospect it's like yeah that guy was right and he just he never got any attention nobody wanted to listen to him same way with like ron paul like when he was running 2008 whatever you know it was all about i mean i i respect the guy i agree with 99 percent of the stuff he's you know he he, yeah. he talks about but uh, like I've he always, was talking about in the I've fed guy, in lobbying so. you know all that or dependency mm-hmm. on the federal reserve i mean things that would actually fix this country and make it more for the better but no nobody it was never gonna get ross Perot ha- yeah. didn't have the delivery he was yeah. more like uh, i think he had a good King brain a good heart he, but yeah he just did not have the vessel to to command Right, yeah. You know, you, we say like a, that, but look what we have base. now. I mean, <laughs> oh, it's like all around. Look, can we just look? If you're too old to stock the peanut butter and ragu sauce at a grocery store, I feel you should be too old to be like running a whole country. So, is there any way we can like not have Grandpa like the star of a Werther's original commercial? And that's on both sides. Like, because yeah. as soon as these guys like or out of office they're not going to have to deal with their policies because they'll be dead the thing we have to worry <laughs> about is who yeah, like who's going to be in line to replace them and what what have they been indoctrinated to i'll do it i'll, I'll officially <laughs> use this as my like look you just vote for me oh, because, what's your like, announcement look, what's the you've already had everything else look, i'm look, i'm 50 so I'm just as close to the 70 year olds as I am to the 30 year olds. Look at that. And like Perfect. the 20 year olds, look, I can Bridging like, gaps. I'm That's down right. with them too because I'm hanging out with them in the bars. I like, you know, I play rock and roll like with a 26 year old and with like a 60 year old. I know like I, I cover all the age brackets and, uh, you know, I look cool. We need a, pr- a cool president. We need somebody where the world looks at America. Look at that president. Look at that guy. Is that a Mohawk? Mm. President Mohawk. Give me the nickname. I don't care. I'll live with it. But, you know, need somebody who can. There you like, go. There's your write in for I don't wear a diaper. <laughs> and I don't, I won't, I promise I won't sniff your daughter's hair. Like, look, I don't even care if she's using pert. That's not my thing. <laughs> Scalps? What am I looking pert? for? Why? Do they even still make pert? Yeah. I, don't I don't know. know. It's just, I just, the last thing I remember, like, shit, probably. I just what have one request. Can I get a, what, a Blade I mean, 2024 t shirt? <laughs> Vote for me or don't. It's your choice, but I mean, what are you, dumb? That's my slogan. There you go. 
Or it'll be like, vote it's Brad Blade 2024 because unlike everybody else, I can stock the ragu at the Walmart. Well, I can't because I'm not allowed to go work there anymore because of that gross misconduct. But, you know, any yeah, other yeah. place or whatever. It wasn't that gross, but it was misconduct. You didn't go out. Just man. misconduct. Just regular misconduct. Regular misconduct. Yeah, but just, you know, vote for me because, like, again... <laughs> I'm, I'm not in a Werther's original commercial and I don't wear like uh, I don't have I don't need toe like those little toe mats that, toe so, mats you know, heard of like the thing that like a certain candidate that I won't name like <laughs> so he doesn't fall over when he's given like his like tirades he's got these little toe mats that he puts his toes on that are counterbalanced wow you should look up I don't know why that surprises Trump. me you should look up Trump toe mats like by the by his podium that he put to see he seems way more spry than the other guy um i just see he's just angry they're all like they're all just need a nap yeah. and it it's time just yeah. for them to just like go he's just had like i don't a, believe uh not to- if you saw a guy and he's 70 at any other job and he's still working you'd be like oh this poor guy he's like squandering but like you see these guys and you're just all like Oh, this is the best time for them to be working. I just feel like it's kind of time to like just, you know, let's get. Plus, I look. I mean, it's notorious. I'm known like on the internet as looking good without a shirt on. So, <laughs> oh, there you have it, folks. Like, that. Everyone agrees. Putin is like he's all like horseback riding with his shirt off, and that's great. But guess what? We gotta compete I'm, with that. I'm doing a guitar solo on a bar with no shirt on. So true story. I win. I mean, I, I mean, I'm telling you right there, that is your campaign. You, I can see the billboards. You know, just as long as the, the the bar tops on fire behind you, like it's eagles flying, American flag. America, like, yeah, it's. Do you want this? And it's a shot of like Biden climbing up the airport, like the the air steps, and he's just fumbling like a shoe in a dryer. Or do you want this? <laughs> shoe in a dryer. Trump and, he, and then it's just like Trump, and he's like, uh. Bing, bang, boom, boom, bing. And then it's like, or do you want this guy? And it's me on a bar, like playing a ripping guitar solo with like, no shirt on. Obviously, it's option number three Brad Blade 2024. Riding in. Yeah. And it's like, here's the other you, you on the debate. If you vote That's for right. me, guess what? Your name goes in a hat. And then every day, I pick a name out of a hat. You're my vice president. I'm not gonna have just one vice president. It's one just one every day. You wanna be a vice president? A new vice president every I day. Mean, this is your chance. And with my and lifestyle, any in. day I could die, which means, hey, say, you know, like on December twelfth, I die. Potential bump if you you your name got pulled out before I die, like the last name that's pulled before I die, congratulations. It's like you become the president. That's it's like a like a golden ticket. There you go. Without having to go to a factory. <laughs> just Ugh. regular Willy Wonka. Yeah. Just, no creepy no. factory, huh? No, I don't have like a I don't that's I think I get business like loan and then you gotta hire like, you know, people and just like I mean, I just think his like work in comp probably was astronomical. Oh, and then like Charlie, who's like you know, he's like, Oh, he just killed all these kids and he's like, Oh, by the way, Charlie, here you go, here's the factory. I'm out. And then like the feds bust in. Like, right. Charlie's the one who's Charlie's getting on the like, arrested. 
Well, the whole like, thing. The whole thing was a big. Ocean's just wrapping it up, and like, he, meanwhile, he's all like skipping town on a glass elevator, and Charlie's got like OSHA charges against him. <laughs> big time. Oh, Getting lynched by a mob of Oompa Loompas. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, uh, we haven't been paid in 17 weeks. <laughs> Oompa Loompas start, we start unionizing. We're going to get paid. Seriously, we don't have any lyrics for this. We just want to get paid. We're tired of eating everything made of sugar. There's so many flavors. Yes, nerds. Hey, there was chocolate. Why are we talking about Willy Wonka? Um, any hoots. Factory <laughs> regulations and how I'm going to bring them back. That's one of my policies, like factory regulations. Under my watch, ain't no kid getting sucked up in no chocolate, nothing. And you can you can write this down. Well, record this part right now, so that in the future you'll know. After my presidency, you'll see from day one to day none, no kid got sucked up in a chocolate. It's on record. That's on record. Man. So if that's what you want to vote for, you want your kids to get sucked up into a tube with chocolate in it, go for it. Could happen any day. I mean, I'm just saying I'm not going to let it happen. So, there you go. Safety first. Or at least a close second. It's got to be in there somewhere. It's got to be in at least the top three. Yeah. Especially in a factory. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't want to, like, I'm eating a chocolate bar, and the next thing you know, there's a kid in it. Where's <laughs> there a piece of kid in my... No one wants that. <laughs> Why is there a soylent chocolate? He's a kid. Soylent green yeah, chocolate. I mean, maybe that's it. Soylent green and the Oompa Loompas are green. They're just, they're, nobody ever made that connection. And that's not even talking about dumb, like dumb, them dumb. and slave labor. Which, granted, I mean, he stole them. You know, he took them. I don't think he stole them. I think he just rescued them from like what sounded like a horrible island. I mean, wouldn't the conqueror. I was going to say, say, yeah, who made like the that? island horrible? Like, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, definitely the vicious knives. That's what we I was going to name a band that one time, but I didn't know how it's to kind spell of a new, it. A new rabbit hole I want to that. explore now, Neesh. Brad. It's but like yeah, the, there is the, a whole thing. Just the Willy Wonka prequel story, like you know how <laughs> they make they, like they made the new one, like the Wonka. But I'm not going to. I'm not buying into it. Do you think he dressed up like all those things to scare the Oompa Loompas, and then he come around like take the costume off, be like, "Hey, get in the boat, I'll save you." <laughs> And he was the villain the whole time, like a weird kind of just the like... bait and uh, switch. Yeah, I and mean, then he gets, to, gets him to like Dusseldorf, Germany or wherever the factory is. And then they're just trapped there forever. And as you like look in the window and there's one with a little sign that says, Help, so tired of chocolate. What do Oompa Loompas naturally eat? I mean, I guess from whatever they were indigenous to. But after that, like, all they're going to be eating is whatever candy <laughs> indigenous. is. Indigenous yeah, you know, like fruits and berries. Of yeah, Oopa Land. That's what it is. Snozberries. I bet they eat like snozberries. Shit ton of snozberries. They do taste like snozberries. Yeah, there's a. Go look up the original origin of what a snozberry is. It is not as kid friendly as you think it is. I'm going to Dark pass. history. Nobody Google that. <laughs> of snozberries and Oopa right Loopas. We'll <laughs> On season two. Well, yeah, let's just say <laughs> Ronald Dahl is like, boy, oh boy, don't let him babysit your kids. He's up there with old Crowley or whatever. He's like, dead. He's like, yeah. I mean, the main reason he's dead, but other because if he was alive, he'd still be like, mm. you think a guy who wrote kids' books would kind of be a little more jollier, but. Mm. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I mean. He was not. Like he wanted to be a really serious writer, I guess, but then like nobody took him serious and they're like, well, this is the only thing I can do. 
I was going to win a Pulitzer, but no, now I'm getting kids stuck in chocolate shoots. <laughs> but it is what it is. I met oh, Gene man. Wilder. That, that, that is the, the one and only Willy Wonka in my world. Gene Wilder. There is no ever other reason to ever have another after him. Yeah. Like, I love some Johnny Depp. I'm not going to lie. I love some Johnny right, Depp. Right, same, yeah. but that was, but, no, yeah, I wasn't ready for that. The Willy Wonka movie had the man from Chico and the man. The obscure t- 70s TV show where it's like. Everyone's going to get that Jack, reference. Jack, look it up. <laughs> I was, know. If you know Freddie Prince Jr., well, there was a Freddie Prince Sr., and he was Chico. And then, like, Grandpa Joe was the man, and there was a show. And I don't remember anything about it because it was a little bit before my time, but I'm just going to say yeah, that. You know more about it than me or probably 90% of the listeners So I'm here. just tuning in. You can't stream I'm, it on I'm anybody. Learning. This is but, new info. You know, just go talk to your grandma about Dallas right now. <laughs> go, I'll wait. Are you back? <laughs> she loved it, didn't she? She's all like, oh, man, that JR. Yeah. That's a big... some. Big hit at Bingo Night, right? Like, <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, I went to a Bingo Night one time, and I didn't know that it was like you have like patterns that you'd have to follow. I just thought it was a straight line, so I bingoed out because I had a straight line, not knowing that you had to make your card into the shape of a diamond. And everybody turned to me in disgust, and they were just pointing a finger at me. And those little bat arm triceps were just like just going, going, going like look like. Old, old, old boy. Oh. That's my bingo. There's a bingo story. Felt the air current oh, pick yeah. up a little bit. Bingo was bingo is the name of the farmer or the dog? Because it really doesn't say there was a farmer had a dog and bingo. Was yeah, yeah. Was now that you mentioned it, that's a pretty poorly constructed sentence. Like, who is bingo? Bingo shot Jr. I heard. Only your grandma will know. That's right. Yeah. She so I, she can't <laughs> yeah, we've turned this episode into a uh, into a walk down memory. Now, aren't you glad that the year's ending? I mean, I don't or know if I'm ready year. for. You know, we. Have, I feel like we've gotten through 2023 without. You know, it's it's been less terrible than some of the recent previous years. But it's still been terrible. But I mean, it's been, you know, in regards to globally yeah. or whatever. And 2024 kind of scares me a little bit. Just the anticipation because, you know, we're, we're men of pattern recognition. And, we, you know, we're not, right. this is not our first radio or rodeo. But, so we, you know. Or rodeo on the radio. Yeah, exactly. Rodeo, rodeo. We, so we, we know that there's a there's some prime stuff out there that's, you know, we just kind of have to bite our tongue for the moment, you know. Oh. And, there's so much in this like year that is going to be like, and it's going to get, everybody's going to come out and being like, this is the, you know, they do it every election cycle, but this one is going to be one of those where they'll definitely hear you that they're, they're going to push you into like, it's either you're going to have democracy or you're not, or how that all pulls off. It's, it's definitely with every story that's coming up this year, it's going to be one of those that it's, it's not going yeah. to be like, 2023 was kind of like a precursor where you kind of get like the first chapters of like a major story. And like this one is where it starts all really just how everything's going to play out. Yeah. I'm going to keep doing all I'm doing. I'm going to just, that's why you should vote for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's uh, that's why we don't have to worry about it. Right. But I it mean, doesn't have to be this dark. Blade 24. Dark. Like you can, Brad Blade 2024. <laughs> uh, we need a slogan. We need a slogan. Like, what is it going to be? He's not there. You're going to be make America it's, something. It's, You're going to be, gonna be 
it's like it's basically like make america cool uh, again (laughs) it's make america my campaign is make america shake again because i feel also like what has happened is america has gotten like a little they forgot how to rock and roll and i feel like they need to to like just let loose some more because like it's not they're getting lied to as america because they're thinking that bands like america like imagine dragons is rock and roll and they need to understand this All like, the shade. motorhead kids. We need like more shake. We need some more music that like makes you want to get up and dance. You ain't got time to cry if you're too busy like just shaking your ass. Those two things can't happen. You cannot shake your ass and cry at the same time. Well let try it. But yeah, that's my whole thing. I wanna like I wanna make I wanna make America like just I wanna get their party. groove back. Are you giving America their groove back? It needs it. And I think it's like we like as we've all kind of like watched the whole machine kind of like, especially over the last two, three years where like everything where, you know, conspiracies are popping up and they're getting proven and people are just like just it's causing everybody to realize how tainted the system is so that nobody even wants to tune into the system anymore because both sides aren't giving you what you want and everybody is polled don't want like this fight like it's watching old boxers go at it in an exhibition match when they're 20 years past their prime it becomes more sad it's like going to see your favorite band and they can't hit those high notes anymore and that's yeah, kind like of what we're getting like when you farewell to her what we're looking at like i mean this is whoever gets this term coming up it's going to be the last thing they probably do on this planet because after that they're going to fade off and like you know i feel like we need something that's that's more upbeat instead of like people just kind of like making you fear what's coming on my policy isn't i'm not going to make you fear what would come out in 2025 and beyond i want you to know that hey man it's going to be good because there's going to be lasers there's going to be pyro lasers there will be, as I stated previously, no <laughs> kids getting stuck in any chocolate things. None. And like rich oil tycoons, when they're shot, you'll know instantly who did it. You won't have to wait a whole season. You won't have to go away for the summer and come back and find out. You'll know instantly. I won't cover that up. It'll be full disclosure. Yeah. Gonna be the most transparent candidacy ever. But yeah, I mean, it'll be like I'm just gonna take like. I'm just going to turn, I won't even live in the White House. I'll like just live in a glass house. That way you can see everything that's going on. That transparent. I will not have like it so you can see into the shower. That's my private time. But you know. Fair enough. Everything else. It's just, you mind, I'll give everyone my number. You can call me if you got a problem. You know, I'll be, I'll be there for you. I just. Somebody, yeah. Somebody needs to step up and like. Do, do this like you know it's I think it's time I think America needs like you know it needs that kind of president that'll show up at your house in a Camaro with the T-tops out and like blasting live wire by Motley Crue and say <laughs> get in where are we going we're going to you know just Party fight party. tyranny oh. how are we going to oh. do it I got these brass knucks and a lead pop come on I know where Tyranny's staying at. And then we just pull off, like just peeling out, you know? Rock blazing. 
just things Even like that. I feel like that's what I think that's what that's we're missing so, in the country. Yeah, we're yeah. Make, make America like, 1986 know. again. That's it. <laughs> yeah, because we're not like making it like 19. Like they're yeah. trying to make it 1984, and I want it to be yeah. like that's not what, 1984 from the book system. I want it to be 1984 from the actual 1984, where every song on the number one chart was the best song of all time. Big hair. There were some, some big cars. jams back then. Yeah, I mean, sure. you know, like pur- Purple Rain, like Let's Go Crazy, Cindy Lauper. Man, 1984 had all the jams. <laughs> yeah, there's a so, lot. Yeah. I, I wanted to make it make it that way. Not so much, again, the book version, but like at least make it pop. Uh, yeah, we're, we're like sitting right for the pickings of the book version. Oh right yeah. now! Oh I mean, yeah, man. We've been yeah. We're just so racing. so primed up for it, and it's it's sad. I mean, they're so busy like here that they're not going to see everything that's going around with them because their face is buried in like whatever their instrument of choice is, and you know, screens. While you're too busy, like yeah. just you know, making your TikTok challenges and killing yourself off because you tried to climb 15 milk crates on top of each other. <laughs> You know, they're all going to be like, they're using, I guess if that's, isn't that the thing where like TikTok is like watching you? Boy, if I'd hate to be the one guy in China who's in charge of him watching TikTok videos. And it's like, is this country nothing but just people like just tripping on milk crates and going into people in the mall and throwing buckets on top of them and then throwing that's why they haven't tried to kill us. They just figure natural selection just, oh, is going to get it. I mean, that's truly. That's the best yeah. way I feel like to do it. We're just letting China know, like, you don't have to come after us. We're doing a good job of doing it ourselves. We'll kill ourselves just we're stacking, <laughs> We're stacking milk crates and trying to climb them. And, uh, you know, or, you know, just eating eating detergent pods. So don't worry about us. We got, we're, we're, we're doing good enough. And that, maybe I should be like, no kid will die eating a okay, detergent Okay, so we got chocolate tubes and dirt, detergent pods. I think we're... Yeah, I'm, I'm for the kids. Because they'll be too busy, like... Being like the cool kids on like the internet that are learning the songs that their dads learn, like ain't nothing better than watching a like a seven year old kid learning hot for teacher on the drums, but at the same time anger you because you still haven't learned how to play drums to hot for teacher. And you're wondering what wizard is this kid that he's seven years old and he knows how to play the drum intro to hot for teacher. Kids to the future. Yeah. The moral of the story. That's, that's what they. End, that's how that story ends. So. <laughs> you ever seen those kids that are on the internet and they're like seven and they're just so, blasting let me tell like you, Brad, guitar you know, solos? I'm telling or? you right now. I'm gonna hands down before I ever vote vote for you, man. You have to learn Hofford Teacher on drums. I mean, it's a must. It's a must have. I have a, my president well, I have a drum needs to know how to play Hofford okay. Teacher on drums. <laughs> I have a drum kit in my living room. I'm just too timid to play it because the drums are so loud that when you suck at them, everybody knows that you suck at them. But I'll I'll, I'll see what I can do. Oh, I'm gonna I, you know what other president has wrote their own like Hell to the Chief? Boring. <laughs> this is Hell to the Chief. H E L L to the Chief. Hell yeah to the chief is what my song is going to be called, and uh, it's I look just forward to like, it. Oh, so yeah, even more. So we need, need a good. Uh, see a good. We needed more. A good campaign song, a good slogan. You know, picture playing guitar, flags, eagles. You know, fire, all that. Like, yeah, that's all you need. That's it. That's that's ninety percent of a successful campaign. I think America's right for it. Like, yeah, we're I mean, much. you know, money. When we're this yeah, close I mean, to I, the I, I'm gonna name that. reality of idiocracy, like that's we're we're not far from that, man. I mean, we're 
you know, it's uh, no, no. That's no. one of the only. That's what I said. Uh, I've said before is that the only thing idiocracy got wrong was it's not going to take five hundred years. Like we'll be there, in right? Fifty, maybe. Yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> sure. Like, yeah, didn't anticipate that. Like the reality of that situation yeah. coming so quickly. Yeah, yeah. It, it kind of turned yeah, into it's, it's, it's pretty uh, scary. A documentary, you seeing how. Uh, as, as you know, as we are, as we've seen things, you know, I mean, there's a lot of, and, you know, it's our job, you know, it's what we're doing. It's trying to educate the, the younger generation and let them know. But I mean, we were young once, right? Like it's hard to penetrate, you know, that to people tell you, oh, you better watch out. Like caution, you know, we throw caution to the wind when you're 20, 25, whatever. But, you know, you get up middle age, you start realizing, yeah, you've seen some things. You've seen the cycles and the patterns kind of go through and that's. That's uh, that's what makes us valuable. I think you know that's what makes that elderly, you know, tribal knowledge is that they've been, been able to see that. I mean, the older I get, the more I realize, man, my grandparents like they were smart. They knew it. They tried to tell me, yeah, you know, and I listened some, but I didn't listen. And then I, I eventually like, yep, they were right. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to. Hard, how do you tell the younger generation that it's important? to listen to your elders when they don't listen to their elders because they got too many shiny things to look at <laughs> too many other stimuli to respond to it's always that thing where they look at you like you know there's the people that look at the older generation like yeah what do you know old man you know like go yell at the clouds or whatever you know not all of yeah. them but yeah. it's always gonna be that thing and you're always gonna have like like you said, you have so many things to compete with. It's like so many things that draw their attention. It's almost like, you know, unless you're getting baby shark to start telling kids early on about things, that's pretty much like, or whatever, whatever they're listening to. Like, I know, like, I couldn't, like, my girlfriend has got three teenage boys, 15, and then two twins who are 17. And it's like, I'm just trying to, you know, I'm trying to get on their level. Luckily, one is like into music and he's into the same stuff I'm into. But it's like when you try, when you're in that age of like, you're trying to like see him at that and you're trying to get into him and you go down and talk to him and it's screened, you know, they're on a screen, but that's how like, that's, you know, it's, they're having fun, they're doing their thing, but it's like, you know, it's, you don't know them like how to, how to kind of reach them. You know, there's a generational gap that'll always be there. And so it's the oldest history. There's always been generation gaps. And since the beginning of time, there's been people who are trying to like reach out to like either the people you older than them or younger than them. And it's finding the common ground somewhere, somehow we all have the same emotions. We just got to tap into them and understand what everybody is thinking everybody's too quick to kind of like think that their own way is the right way. And sometimes you got to like, just put that aside and like give yourself the chance to listen to what other people have to say and take the time to genuinely listen and you can debate them because the more you listen to them, the more you can hear their side of it and it gives you counterpoints or maybe you can listen to what perspective. They have to say and yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah. I mean, I get what you're saying. With, with all that and it's it's just kind of I think this is probably the most divided that people have possibly ever been in, in so many ways uh, there's just so many polarizing things and so much that pushes people Since the 60s in 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 the media you know especially that kind of direct people apart and give them these uh, sides you know what I mean it's m very political lately you know uh, 
the Democrat Republican battle and and that hard line and everything that has definitely sowed a lot of division. Uh, but before that, there's always been things, you know, and it, it we've got to eventually get to a point where we we see through that as as a country because we we have to come together about things. This separation is just enabling a whole lot of things to happen that no one's really paying attention to, and we're distracted, bickering with each other, and then we kind of look up and realize that, like, oh well, most of my rights are gone now, and they're watching everything I'm doing, and you know, the world has completely changed in 20 years, 30 years, you know, and we have to somehow re reach out to one another and try to.、Uh, Work together on this thing, any way that we can have community, because I think community kind of got destroyed along the way too, and I, I don't think that's on accident. That that's I, I don't know why I'm on my soapbox on this one, but I I just feel like that's where we're going to be able to make any kind of difference. You're、numbers. kind of being asked to pick sides, and it's hard to like when you want to just be the guy that's right in the middle because both sides have valid points. And they're trying to. It's like when your parents get divorced, and your mom's like, "Well, your dad's blah 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 blah," and your dad's、yeah. like, "Well, your mom's blah 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 blah." And you're just stuck in the middle of it, and you don't know which one. You know, like they're both important to your life. You're both your mom and dad. Both of these parties are going to have, you know, control over your life in one way or the other, because they're both represented in your branches that are above you, and their laws come down to who you are. And when you're just kind of like stuck in the middle of it, you know, it's hard to. If you're somebody who doesn't, you know, if you're like it's almost like if you're this party, you have to believe everything this person says, and they're not going to have everything right. Even on this other side of it, they're not going to have everything right. And instead of telling you that you can think and you can be flexible, they're telling you you have to be. Either mom or you got to be dad, and that's just like yeah, it's hard. Hard psychologically, hard like you know, they, everybody's believing that when you don't have to believe that. You don't have to go all down the line and be like, I'm going to be like all Democrat or all ballot. You can be like, you know, A B A B. You can pick like between whoever. It's like personal choices, but everybody's not using their own personal choices anymore. They're just. Letting these people like on TV, like most people can't be bothered to really genuinely keep up with politics,、mm -hmm. right? And that, that's also not an accidental thing, I don't think. I mean, the level, the expectations of of working hours for U.S. citizens, and then the level of distractions and、uh, everything that you would run to to get away from the. Work that you've been doing constantly. You know what I mean. It really all comes down、Man. to politics. It goes to who's like you're in the grocery store or you're at the gas pumps, and that seems like at least like the only thing that people like really. They're not paying attention to the bigger things. They're just like the things that they're noticing on a daily basis, and、right. it's just they see what affects that, and then then there are like the people shouting like because they think that this causes this and this causes that, or this person is causing this, and it's. They're not really getting true information because it's just on a whole smaller scale of what they see projected in front of them.、Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's kind of how the control matrix works. Which you know,、yeah. I've made that comparison several times, and it's definitely、uh, that's a key component of it. And and the propaganda, like I was talking about at the very beginning,、um, 
at the level that we've seen it lately. I, I don't know if it's ever really been uh, this bad. Like, I can't remember a time in my lifetime anyway. I mean, no. I know there were scandals and cover-ups and stuff that happened in the past. I'm sure the media coverage is pretty bad then, too, uh, on those points at that time. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Well, we I had, mean, I yeah. living through Iran-Contra and, like, the, every generation, like, everyone's from, like, Nixon, you know, Watergate. They've had their thing, and it seems like every few years that whole thing, something goes through that kind of remind you of just how screwed up like the whole system that we're forced to have to deal well, with. well yeah the death of the fourth is. estate really yeah. what is i mean that was a big that was a big blow mm-hmm. to society and the checks and balances you know oversight and all that like the fact that now you know all of journalism that's that is mass broadcast. I mean, you know, not that anybody can, completely captured and controlled. Absolutely yeah. has man. It's owned, owned by a very few, very small group of people who, yeah. And so, I mean, that that independent journal. I mean, you look what, yeah, we we've, we've been around this this uh, bush a few times, but like, yeah, the, you know, it's not hard to find what happens to the people who really try to go against any kind of official, you know, way of thinking and reporting and all that. So. Yeah, it's really, it's really done. It, it really, I think, looking back on history, we will realize the importance more so than ever. Like in times like this, like we need this independent journalism, independent reporting. You know, people, it's a checks and balance, right? I mean, it's a balance that absolutely nature has balance, and like humans are you trying find to find the people that are willing to want to be receptive to that, also. So that when you bring in the independence, because there's a lot of people that are just going to. Oh yeah, the no. Same people who said, "Well, I've, I've checked my, I've done my own research," and we already know what that is. They're just going to find Got something that in. like justifies their own beliefs, and you know, it's finding people that will take these independent that won't won't bear won't the truth, regardless of what side it comes from. And you have to find the people that will take the blinders of parties off and be willing to read and educate themselves on what is really real. And not what the people from there, because these people calling themselves parties. Look, I wouldn't want to go to either if they were a party. If you were, yeah. if you were invited to the Democrat or Republican Party, would you go? Would you want to be around these people? That's not a party. But, <laughs> see, that's why you got to vote for me because I guarantee you, at my party, it's oh, going to be a party. It is going to be a party. Everything's illegal at least for that one day. I'm going to DJ it. Oh yeah, I mean you better. That's what I was saying. So, I mean, you know. <laughs> but yeah, you got like the independence, like it's just, it's not, if you, when you find those independent minds, that's, I think maybe that's why there's not so many out there anymore because they've just learned to, nobody wants to be independent. So you just fall into one side or the it, other. And, it, it's easy to see that. And I, I definitely understand that, but I, I believe that we're, we're inching towards at least a silent majority. I think that more people, I think throughout the last little uh, scamdemic, it opened a lot of eyes um, throughout that process from the lies that were told at the beginning, uh, the lab leak stories and all that, uh, all the way through the jabs and the effects and the lying about those. Um, I think a lot of people have watched these scenarios play out and possibly for the first time in their life, uh, especially depending on age are getting to witness like the level of media manipulation and the lies that they're being fed on a daily basis. 
Um, and I think that that kind of sparked something. I've seen a lot more people kind of getting interested in the kind of topics that we talk about on this show, um, it, getting more informed about what's really going on. I, it's become like a major TikTok trend. And, you know, I'm not going to vouch for anything on that side. I'm sorry. Maybe I'm just too old. And I'm sure there are some people that cover some really good stuff. I've caught a couple uh, in various other feeds on other sites that uh, very much so impressed me. But it's the overall trend of seeing more and more of that and that gaining traction that I find encouraging. I think that people are at least looking more than they they ever have. You know, you got to think about how like uninformed generations previous to ours was. They had no internet, no way to, you know, find these things and, and network against uh, around a bunch of people that know tons of different things. You know what I'm saying? Information was very localized. Think about like mm-hmm. the doctors that just thought you know, there was once upon a time, like leeches was the cure all for everything. You know, like they're going oh, yeah. through times where it's just like you, you have the limited information and then years go on and you get more information and there's still people that will go to the, they'll, that they don't move on past what their generation teaches them because that's all they ever know. And new information comes out, but they're just stuck to the old, you know. And well, I just mean access particularly. Access, yeah. access to information. Like, I think that we've got a huge leg up in from like the millennial generation at least having um, pretty young age access to computers and then when we were still in high school getting access to internet uh, at least for me um, I know I was still in high school when we got our first uh, the good old AOL disc in the mail you guys have AOL I remember getting sent that, but I didn't. Oh yeah, zero time. Yeah, that was like yeah, two thousand AOL baby two. Jeez, I can remember computer class just being learning how to program like Oregon Trail. Oregon mm-hmm. Trail. Uh, yeah, I played a lot of that when like I was about second grade. goes back, yeah. but that's the problem. Like you know, you got all the information, but it's like there's so much that you can go to like a site and it'll like it can it can make you believe what the the person on this side says. Or you can go to a site and it'll com- completely make you believe what. That's why you don't do is that. on that side. Yeah, and that's the problem with people. They're going to the side. That's not that doing research. Like, yeah, like, well, that's, that's exactly what people yeah. call doing. That's what a, a lot of people and think is nobody, research. That's what's the problem with again with the independents. Like they just there's so few of them because it's just easier. Like the, everybody's pointing you to like door number one or door number two and. There's a door number three over here that you can do, but it's like way, way over here that nobody talks about. But yeah, uh, it's definitely it's, not the lucrative choice if you're trying. That's to why you never get, as a independence never get to do debate media anyway. They never get like if you're like you know say like when you're a libertarian or whatever, you're never going to be. They never give those third parties to any chance of growing because they're not even allowed to get out on their platforms. Right, they're yeah. like you know. So. If you don't give everybody a chance, then nobody should get a chance. Well, it's the illusion of choice. That's it. Yeah, it's very important in any, yeah, any kind of uh, totalitarian sniffing regime. Mm-hmm. I mean, and if you want to control a population uh, effectively, 
then you have to at least give them that illusion of freedom and of choice and that and they have that regardless of if their actions in any way or their choices in any way you know dictate the actions that you take or, or what the outcome is uh you're going to quell a lot more revolts by making people think that so uh that's why we get to participate in this uh electoral process but that's also why you have like electoral colleges and uh super delicacies and stuff they there's little mechanisms within the the whole process that kind of and I don't want to go on a soapbox rant about the election system but just at its like prime like this wouldn't be like you know uh any kind of interference or anything like that this is like a perfectly functioning electoral process there's just too many mechanisms of control in it so that's why you won't see any like independent people running very successfully till now me Brad Blay in 2024. <laughs> Did I tell you about like the fact that kids aren't going to end up in chocolate shoots? Here's what else. Uh, <laughs> what what other is the hot topic? Like the hot, but I don't want the hot topic. Like of like the hot topic topics. Like you know, I don't need to know like that. Trying to like, get some fake things or yeah, I, mean, I don't need or... to know like what what the kids of the hot topic are doing. It's just like I'll I'll, I'll, t- I'll you know you won't have to worry about like me ever getting assassinated because like everybody will love me so much that like they'll they'll all gather around me and like put me up on their shoulders and be like hip hip hooray and all that stuff now crowd surf everywhere i go i want to just be crowd surf like here just like if i got to make a presidential thing like i'm just crowd surfing to like the stage and i'm all like ladies and gentlemen of the u.n that sounds rather entertaining yeah i mean that's like so uh you know it's all crusty and boring man that's why every everybody that you see they're all just like like uh, the, you gotta you're representing the united states and everybody thinks that you if this is the like the figurehead like does the united states just have a bunch of old people like seeing that kind of that feeds now? into like the last point that i want to make i can't about. be bought also right but 10 percent for the big guy i really struggle to believe that what we keep getting is the absolute best of the people that we could have running this country you know what i'm saying like of all the people that we have in this country right it shows you right there it's it's just all a big facade like that's yeah it's ridiculous that I mean, that's the thing. It's like, you know, there's the, it shows you that they're puppets, right? I mean, it's like they're they're just, a, like you said before, they're just a figurehead. They're just a... If Kermit the Frog came on tomorrow and said, Hello, it's me, Kermit the Frog, and I just want you to know that... Okay, I can't do the voice great. Whatever. I mean, I'm no, I'm no Jim Henson. Yeah, well, that's uh, pretty Kermit good. Kermit the Frog here, and I want you to know that I am voting for... running for president of 2024. Yay! Uh, don't you think for one minute I am not on that campaign? I am going to be working day and night. Quitting I mean, it has to be. And, mm-hmm. It has to be what we've been dealing with. You, you oh, get into yeah. the, you and get into the hearts of children, like a, and then they'll they'll they'll, they'll advocate. I got the heart of a child, so like 
I mean, I, they can't. You'll go vote, to jail for that. Like, oh yeah, man. I, think, <laughs> I think you think you're getting in the butt of children. No, no, no. We've got like, we oh, need oh, oh, leaders oh. for that. I'm just like, I'm just like <laughs> me. We're trying to like, change the, the political landscape. See, <laughs> yeah, that's another thing. I won't do that to kids either. Like you know, like when I when when I have free candy, I feel like that should go without saying though. When I, mean, I have free candy in the saying. back of my van, it's just out of no like gonna you know, here's that. some free candy. I just it's not. I don't have any. I mean, were you on were you on Epstein's fight logs there by chance? No, that's just it. Uh, not unlike you know a lot of people that like when they say that's a campaign out, point you can run on if, if, yeah you know. i have never been to epstein island there you I go have not never, i have one time i went to gilligan's island and i did i leave them there yes i did but i mean you know i just i i don't i don't even remember what my reasoning for that was oh come on now we know it's either yeah. Marianne she turned me down or um, you know i try to like bring marianne with me but she was all like oh i got this thing for the professor i'm like all right well you're cooking that to out of here bitches well it's cold hey i mean you know they finally got off of the island so i hear oh my god they they did and then eventually they got animated and went to space what was that what 19? yeah there was like a what? Gilligan's spaceship or something. Eventually, it became like there was in the late seventies. John Denver. It was, um, I guess, it was Gilligan's Island, but they went to space. Are you serious? And, yeah, it was that like, happened. See, yeah, like, and there was a ha- there was a Happy Days <sighs> cartoon where, like, apparently there was also like some kind of alien or something like that. The Happy oh Days. Oh my god, he had the best. Space. Yeah, the like, best you should look at like the look at like this, all the TV shows that have become animated series, and they pretty much all somehow end up in space. That was the cool thing. So we've got a little bit under. It looks like maybe twenty uh, minutes. A little somewhere in that ballpark. I'm blind tonight, uh, so we need to. Uh, make sure that we get in some good stuff right here i'm gonna go ahead and share real quick what we've got coming up because next season is going to be uh way better than this season i'm very excited about it i've got a lot of cool things i want to talk about um as always i strongly encourage you guys to leave me something in the little ama box at the end um you can do the poll if you want to do the poll. I uh, don't even know if I'm going to do one for this week. But please leave something in that box and suggest something that you would like to hear about covered on Season 2. Because there's a couple of episodes that I definitely want to try and source from all the amazing people that listen to this show. Um, you're sincerely appreciated. And I really want to talk about things that interest you. So that's why I keep trying to uh, lure everyone into the conversation. And speaking of conversations, we have a Discord chat that we do um, about an hour after every show airs. If you'd like to join us over there, the links are on the Facebook page, Clandestine Radio Podcast. All right, now that I've done my plug, yeah, we've got, uh, I've, I, I got this really cool episode that I'm going to do uh, about Nikola Tesla. I don't know how much you guys know about like the death of Nikola oh, Tesla. Man, man oh, I'm down for that, man. Oh, I'm, I'm man, big. Man. It, it's so... definitely crazier than you would think. Like seriously, uh, the whole the whole thing. Yeah, I don't want to spoil anything, but I, I've found a lot of interesting little factoids out. I'll just put it that way. A lot of stuff that I didn't mm. know, and I'm sure that a lot of people probably had no clue of. Does it does it cover his papers? 
Yeah, yeah. We're oh. we're getting into what happened to getting in the safe and uh missing boxes nice and, yeah Man, it's a so way bigger story than yeah, yeah it's a, it, his death itself is very very interesting so i'm pretty excited about doing that one i'm also planning on doing one on uh, forbidden archaeology and like lost civilizations and stuff previous civilizations that have you know kind of sort of resurfaced almost recently that we had no idea about and how far back uh, our I guess you would say our species really goes mm-hmm. as far as like you know really far more organized than what uh, they have on record or what any kind of archaeologists believe at this point and I think that there's tons of it, like uh, proof of that out there and I think that more and more seems to be cropping up constantly so I kind of just want to touch on, on like past civilizations um, it, it's just kind of like a little passion thing of mine I I love that stuff mm, like history yeah stuff. man yeah, dude, that's yeah. Geolo- geological history all that too just the because you think of like you would think the there's like, it's hard to believe there's so much stuff that hasn't been like you know explored that's still out there you know you think you, but when you think of how vast this planet is that they haven't really big dug up so yeah, like, yeah and what's going to come you know like in in and they find stuff all the time. Uh, LIDAR mm-hmm. has find stuff. I mean, every week I'm seeing stuff. I mean, that. there is some forums that I follow that, that basically are, that's the focus, you know, different cultural layers and different, mm-hmm. you know, hidden archaeology and all that. And I'm telling you, yeah, that stuff is, it's, that's been coming out more and more frequently, more, you know, they're finding more and more stuff. So it's pretty amazing. One thing I saw recently, I was really glad to see is years ago, I came across this guy who, a lot of people thought it was nutters. I followed him for a while, and uh, he talked about Expando Planet, about how you know the the planet, our planet was is, has expanded over the ages, and that that's how the tech that's the true tectonic movement is because of you know we go through this cyclic expansion, mm-hmm. and uh, like there's there's evidence that's come out supporting that recently that I'm just like wow that's just another thing you know that I thought well that's far fetched but here here we are. So it's like the older I get, the more I realize that, you know, we were young Americans. We were kind of raised in this indoctrination incubator or whatever. It's Mm -hmm. like they told us, you know, they made us feel like humanity had already discovered everything or they knew everything. Right. Like, you know, we've been to the moon. We've been blah, 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 whatever. But it's like the older I get, the more I realize that we are in the infancy of knowing the history of our planet and ourselves and all this. Like we Mm -hmm. still there's so much we don't know just think i mean like the ocean how much of it right we don't yeah they say it's less explored than our solar system there. like yeah. you know we know more oh, about sure. yeah so i mean you know one of the most impactful movies of my childhood was the abyss james cameron's yeah. the abyss i mean that that affected me my whole life i'm like of course and of course you go into the like testimonials of of sightings and all that you know it's like there's a lot of of testimony out there allegations that point towards you know uaps and all that you know an intelligent species living below the surface of the earth how would we know right like it's not like you and i have lidar right. or not going down there submarines you know yeah exactly so i mean they very well could be so i mean there's um, no it is telling. fascinating there's really no telling they're vast and do mm-hmm. <laughs> we have oh seen yeah man the very much of them deep at all and wide. <laughs> yep. uh, who do i want nick who do i roll these to that to man, i don't know i'm sure they'll be in touch though well, send them, send them my <laughs> way. 
I got a shiny. I'm gonna give them Spotify rate and give them zero 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 percent of a penny. We don't talk about Spotify on this podcast. <laughs> well, is it is a yeah? Well, is that real? Like like, like recently, money. I. I've seen two things. Like I saw the, the I saw the Weird Al thing, right? Where he's like, whatever. I don't know. It was probably hyperbole. It was like eighty million views. He got twelve dollars. But then I saw something that was honestly, uh, probably oh, who was it? It was a famous music artist. Peter, Peter said, Frampton like has gotten so many billions streams of uh, or millions of streams of wow 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 wow. And it's like, yeah, he got like 11. Yeah, I think that's what it was. I remember now it was Snoop and he was uh, saying something like he got like three or four billion listens. And he said he got like, he said less than 40,000, 45,000 or something like that. It's like, that is, that that is, ins- yeah, it's like three or four billion. That's like, I mean, I don't know that. I think that's what he said, but it, it was an astronomical amount, right? Of listens. So yeah, it's a fraction of a penny, but. this. <laughs> Yeah, clearly it's not much. I should sing some of my own songs that I can give myself money, and then at least I'll be making something off of this. Uh. <laughs> you know, yeah, See, now you're starting you to think have. like a congressman. Yeah. Oh no! Well, that's why I'm ready for office now. Yes, I am. That's oh, right. No. Again, I, I, I can't really be bought, but I can't be rented. I can't be I bought, but now my uh, subsidiary corporation and my nonprofit uh-huh. uh, charity. Now yeah. you can buy me They're through that. Absolutely, they can be bought. That's right. And ten percent to the big guy. That's always. Mm. Yeah. Uh the only other episode I wanted to say something about is the one that I'm doing and I've actually disclosed pretty much all of these on the Facebook page already. So they're not news to like people that really keep up with the podcast. But uh I want to do one on indigenous like spirits. Um being of a high content indigenous descent, I I don't even like saying any of these names. So it's going to be a challenge, but I think that it's something that hasn't been really covered in an honest way and really uh, also made it, you know, like the story that it deserves to be. I'm not saying that I can do it, but I definitely want to give a shot. I feel like uh, inclined to at least put my best take on it and best foot forward for it. So I'm excited about doing that one as well, but. Like a more personal thing, yeah, a little bit. Well, just to clarify, when you say indigenous uh, spirits, you don't mean like, uh, um, you know, Highland Scotch single barrel, uh, (laughs) (laughs) not those ones, no, no. (laughs) not those spirits, yeah, okay, yeah, no, that sounds actually that sounds fascinating. That's something I haven't haven't dipped too many toes into yet, you know. Uh, and I think that, uh, yeah, that one's going to be a lot of fun. I want to do a lot more like paranormal and just kind of wide open stuff. Um, not be so, uh, season one had a point and I feel like I, I pretty much hit that point and I don't want to take, uh, I'm not going to say that. Uh, okay. And first one thing I want to quickly address and we're probably uh, bad out of time here, but I feel like what I'm trying to do shouldn't be considered or compared to in any way to conspiracy and i think that everyone that is doing an honest take on journalism to the best of their ability and i mean journalism not just uh a media puppetry like i feel pure concern that is passion yeah that is not what what conspiracy that nothing that i've ever covered on this show is a conspiracy 
or is, is some, you know, unprovable, intangible thing, mm-hmm. like a, a ridiculous idea. And it never will be. Like, it, I don't think that things are conspiracy because there's so many people like that, that do this stuff and that try to get the truth out there and real information to people. And then they get labeled a conspiracy podcast or whatever. And then so many people just tune out automatically. They, they don't even want to check it out. They don't care anything about it. Um, because it, it's become such a, uh, like a bad word in our in our culture in our society. Like they've done a great job of making that label, you know, uh, creating an aversion. They really have, yeah, mm-hmm. to that label. And so, it, I just wish that people could distinguish what the difference is in those two things. Because yeah, there are crazy conspiracies and crazy conspiracy nuts, and, and those people are definitely out there. I would never say they're not. And there's tons of people that take it to way too far and, and see things mm-hmm. and everything. Um, I, I try to stick to what's provable and what I can give you paperwork for, what I can show you, you know, some sort of evidence. Um, or I have some, you know what I mean, connection, relation to it, know something about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I just want to say that because I, I don't know. I've, I've had a lot of people that have tried to share the show and... Uh, they've seen like conspiracy or whatever, heard conspiracy or whatever associated with it. And then that person just really wasn't interested because of that. So mm-hmm. anyways, yeah, I think it's, it's worked, yeah, man. Yeah, they... yeah. But uh, next season, we're going to do a lot of cool stuff. <laughs> that was kind of the point. We're going we're well, to branch out. We're going to do a lot of new things. I, I get the, I get the joy of like backtracking on everything. And then like, seeing what comes in that's why i'm good i got i can like now i can go catch up on season one because unless you binge it unless you binge it by the time you finish season one uh there's a good chance there'll be season two start when you start now so you don't have to wait too long i can't tell that i mean you know i got nothing going on (laughs) you gotta you gotta pace yourself a little bit but it'll be i just got time to catch up oh yeah (laughs) um I really appreciate you guys being a part of this whole uh, experience tonight. Thanks. Glad, Glad to be here, man. I enjoyed it too. Really, it's a, it feels good to talk among before. brethren. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, I just kind of wanted to bring a conversation, um, let people be a part of it, hang out on New Year's, and hopefully be getting poised to bring in a the best year yet for everyone out there listening. I really hope it is. Um, one quick New Year's resolution from both of you, Brad. Go. Uh, I want to get both of my bands out there and bring rock and roll back to the masses because I feel like it's it's good time rock and roll is missing. There it is. Mm-hmm. I like All right, that. Steve Rouser is one of to them. do everything in my power Give to make one. sure Blade Twenty Twenty Four. <laughs> Remember, <laughs> no kids in any chocolate tube. Hey, yeah, right your kids are safe with me. I can get behind that. That's uh, your kids are safe with me, but your liquor isn't. <laughs> especially twenty four. <laughs> yeah, especially the, the indigenous, <laughs> indigenous spirits. Yeah, yeah. Well, well I, I can help you make uh, some campaign time. videos there, Brad. We can, we can get you going. Yeah. Glad to be here, man. I'm excited for for I'm, I'm so, yeah. so these worlds together. I'm so glad for what you've done, Josh. And so Fun glad time, to, to to solicit it to to people I know that I know 
who would appreciate it and have appreciated it and all that. And man, I'm looking forward yeah, to the, the season man. two. And I'm telling you, man, I mean, I am, you know, if you ever want somebody to, to spill the beans on what they think is going to happen, man, I'm, 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 I'm just sitting in anticipation for 2024 because I feel like there's a lot, there's a lot primed up and that could come to a head. And if it doesn't, then I'll be surprised. Um, that uh, there's gonna be a lot, yeah. It's gonna cool. be a, it's gonna it's shape gonna be a crazy it's gonna, year. What, regardless, either side, it's gonna shape us and every, everyone, every generation for years to come. That's gonna be the one thing that's gonna tie us, no matter what age bracket we are. We're all like in, individually, collectively, under this country, we're gonna be like either side. It's gonna we're all gonna be riding this together. So. You know, Brace, one thing we didn't get Brace into Brace. that, uh, you know, for sure. uh, and I don't know, we can pause it right here or whatever, just if you want, but you know, the, uh, I wanted to just curious if, you know, you don't have to include this, but if, have y'all seen that, uh, new Netflix offering the, uh, leave the world behind film? I've seen a lot of things. Yeah. So that might be something for an episode to come. Maybe, you know, if you got a, a a need for a a wild card one or something early, early 2024, because I mean, I am of the one that the, you know, the message is in the movie. There's some predictive programming out there. Oh, there's definitely. And and this is an interesting film. And I mean, I've, I've, I've watched it and I followed a lot and you know, it's like anything else, you know, it kind of catches like a wildfire. People start piggybacking and all that, but uh, it was very interesting, and and what it posits is uh, very interesting too. So it's one of the things I'm kind of thinking about in 2024. So. Yeah, I've been thinking about checking that out. So um, I, I probably will give the yeah, watch. I, yeah, it's worth to have. You know, I mean, it's yeah, you got to give yourself, you know, give two hours of your life or whatever. But I mean, that that it gives you a little bit more, you know, substance to to engage with the chatter out there and see what people are talking about, but. Um, you know, it, it feels, it doesn't feel like it's nothing, but you know, I'm definitely not going to prescribe to, oh yeah, that's exactly what's going to happen or whatever. But I mean, I was honestly thinking of those scenarios way before, you know, that came out. So that's the the joy of being where we are is that we kind of do have a little bit of a heads up and, you know, every second counts when you're trying to prepare for something. So. Yeah, I hope it comes in handy one day. Yeah, same here. Really? But in the meantime, I just I'm just, hope it don't need that's it, exactly right. Hope, hope we never need it. And in the meantime, I'm glad that we can are able to, to to leverage what technology we have in the era that we live and, and engage like we do right now. So prepare for the worst, hope for the best is what they always say. So we got 25 seconds here. Uh, 10 seconds. I mean, yeah, 10 seconds. Then we're going to count down these last ones. All right. You guys ready? Don't yep. forget to rock and roll this the new it. year. Love you guys. All 10, right, 9, 8, 8 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Happy, Happy new, new Year. Happy New Year. Happy best one yet. Don't forget to rock and roll. Blade 2024.